Follow the California Country Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cal Country Show. Hey, folks, thanks for joining me for another edition of the California Country Show podcast. I'm your host, Dave Bernal, also known as Just Dave. And this is the fifth and final episode of my five-part series entitled Trailblazers, Women in Country Music. I hope you're doing okay out there. I personally am sitting here trying to get this podcast out to you on time. I was stranded in Bakersfield for the holidays for about three days. Every road that we took, we seemed to got turned around. We were stuck in the snow for a little while and finally made it home in time for me to throw my clothes in a bag, drive out to Las Vegas and play some shows, the final club shows for Just Dave Band of 2019. And I just made it back into town and we're going to get this episode out to you, I promise. Well, if you're listening now, success! It is freezing in this studio right now. Either way, I'm just so happy to be around, and I hope your holidays were not as hectic as, uh, as mine. But then again, I don't really have to travel to the East Coast or anything to visit family. So I'm sure your stories are, are just as crazy. Well, like I said, this is episode five of the Trailblazers Women in Country Music series. It's been amazing. I really hope you've enjoyed the first four episodes so far. If you haven't heard them yet, subscribe here and listen back to all these great stories from independent women in the country music world. It's, it's, it's really been eye-opening for me. I can't wait to share with you, too, what's in store for the future of both the podcast and the radio show. we got a lot more places that we're going to be, both physically and online and in different radio markets. So that's really, really exciting. And, of course, I will be bringing you all that news. Just go to California-Country.com to check it out. Subscribe. Add us to any of your playlists. Also, a lot of the music that I play on the show is on Spotify. So go look up the California Country Show and follow, and I'll be updating that frequently. Even when I'm on break, I'll still be updating it. Well, Shana G is a California Country outlaw singer turned Nashville Broadway singer. And if you're not familiar with Broadway on Nashville... That's that busy street that you see all those pictures. It's wall to wall to wall, bars, uh, even, you know, stacked up on top of each other, a couple stories high. There's a band in every single one of those. And she actually plays a lot of those about four nights a week, playing for four hours straight, no breaks. It, it's it's craziness. And they basically all the bands there are playing for your tips. A lot of times people get discovered from these places, you know, band members and uh, singers actually go on tour from here all the time. So it's a great social scene. Of course, she misses California greatly, but I talk about a lot about what the scene is like in Nashville and how we can learn from that here in California. When we get done with the podcast, I'll have some information about how you can follow uh, the California Country Show, my band, all kinds of great stuff. But first, my interview with Shana G on the California Country Show podcast. Ticket to the picket line, I think I'm sitting alone. Walking back and forth, just carrying a sign that says, Cut me to the bone. Everything I wanted is leaving me, might here for you to disown.
You know, I came into town last night and yes. I went to, do you know Kayla Kinney? I do. Staying at her place in Mount Juliet. Juliet. And uh, she was out late like doing her, her strap company social gathering. We are at the BMI party and whatever. And I'm sitting, I got an Uber to her place. I was doing my, editing my podcast and I realized I'm like, dude, I'm starving. So I literally Ubered myself to Cracker Barrel. Uh, and then Uber back. When in Rome. <laughs> you would, exactly. Well, I have to, because I knew I wasn't going to do it. I Did she everything. say that Dave Cobb was amazing? Because that's who played the BMI party last night. Brent Cobb's Brent Cobb. That's what I meant. Oh, that's who it was? Okay. That's yeah. exactly what I meant. Dave Cobb is the producer. I know. Yeah. I just went is, backwards. Yeah. There's actually a good story on, on a podcast of him, because they were like... I think they're like cousins, they're cousins or, yeah, yeah. And, and they didn't really know each other. I know. And they're like, so you got to get, you got to get your music to him because he's a good, he's a producer in Nashville. And he was like, and, yeah. and Brent Cobb's like, whatever. I, I know. I, you know. <laughs> it's such a crazy story. Yeah. That's yeah. It's just like typical, like Nashville, like conversation. I mean, like there's a party here. There's this, that, like what? what Every is, night there's a party yeah. that somebody amazing is playing. That's wild. Yeah. It is wild. So people get a little bit jaded to it. Like, I don't need to go to that because there's, you know, going to be another one. I know for my podcast and radio show, I'm just like, oh, so-and-so's here. And and, so, and somebody told me, they're like, they're, they're always here. They're, yeah. It, this is like what they do Tuesdays. I'm I like, know. Oh, man. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. So you, how long have you been here in Nashville? Um, I have going on four years. Four years? It's been that long? Yeah. God damn. So crazy. Was doing it for five or six in California and then... The leap here. What prompted you to be like, this is it, I'm going here? Yeah, I started visiting here pretty much right when I got into writing country um, to come and back and forth and write. I would take like 10 day trips at a time, like every two or three months. Mm -hmm. And I was realizing that it was a lot cheaper to live here and travel back to LA, especially because I have family out there. Yeah. So it's easy to stay there for big chunks of time. Yeah, it was just too too much work going back and forth here and I just figured if I was immersed in it 24-7 I would get further um, but there's pieces of the California country scene that I definitely miss that aren't here and then there's stuff here that's not there so yeah. you kind of have to weigh it out Did you come with a specific goal in mind when you moved here? Was there like a plan? What there was wasn't that? really a plan it was yeah. kind of like my brother dared me to move in like two weeks. He was like, why aren't you going? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I, hear that, I hear that a lot too. A lot. Like, That's kind of the, the typical conversation uh, of what, what it is. Like, why are you going? Why are you in Nashville? And, yeah. And so in a month, like I found a roommate off Craigslist and moved here with no jobs, no anything, 300 bucks in my bank account. And I was just like, I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. I waited three years longer than I said I would, um, working on an EP that never came out because I got in a bad deal and, you know, the saga of Hollywood. I don't know the saga <laughs> of Hollywood. I live in North Hollywood. I'm way away right? from <laughs> Um, You know, just a bad deal. Worked on it for three years when I said I was going to move to Nashville and then that fell through and I was like, why am I not going? Yeah. I could record an EP anywhere. And so then I came here, I released an EP that I recorded with some amazing people over at Addiction and Blackbird Studio and mm. put it out and did the damn thing. And then now I'm kind of working on the next one. When I messaged you, you were saying that you were, you were songwriting. So a typical week is obviously, you know, making a living and then you know, yeah. figuring out how to do that. 
and then it's fitting in all the things that you're, so what, 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 what are you trying to do to like during your week to fill it with? Um, well, my way that I make a living is Broadway, which is convenient that that's here in Nashville because you can be kind of practicing for four hours a day while you're, you know, yeah. making, oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. making rent. Well, I love the, the whole idea of the, the Broadway. Yeah, like, it's still a job have to do. and it's yeah. definitely hard work and it's not the same as cover, cover bands in California. Like, first of all, I had to drive, you know, an hour or two to each gig, which is a lot. And especially drinking, and you, you can't because you're playing. And oh, you, know, you were living out way out of town when huh? I was in California. Oh, oh, yes. And here it's all so. on one street, but you don't get a potty break, and you you know piece together bands every week because everyone is playing with everybody. And so describe what that's like. So you're you're doing a show, you get there, and then you play for like like two hours straight or something, or how does this work? Three and a half to four hours, depending on the shift. Really? Yes. Closing shift is four hours because it's 10.30 to 2.30. Um, and then all the other shifts are four hours. Sometimes the opening is three if it's uh, if the place opens at 11, but if the place opens at 10, then it's four. Uh, 10 to two. Yeah, 10 to two. Two to six. Two to six, six to 10, 10 to two. So um, you do those shifts. Sometimes you get called, like I got asked to close tonight, but I'm doing seven shifts this weekend in four days. So mm-hmm. I, definitely could not take on another one but uh so someone's gonna piece together a band of four or five people and they're gonna get up there and they're gonna play and it's gonna sound like they've been playing together for 10 years yeah you know <laughs> that's the that's the razzle dazzle yeah <laughs> broadway. <laughs> broadway so just to be clear you're doing the 10 to 2 shift or the 6 to 10 shift and so what happens like 10 minutes before you're like waiting on the side like to go yeah, on there's 25 to 30 minutes depending on the club between bands and that's for the one band to pack up and get off and the next band to get on. I don't know why a club hasn't come up with a rotating stage. Like where yeah. you can just turn the music that's what's gonna be next, man. They want you on and off and the way they're not they started, built that too soon. They, they don't have room for that kind of stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. If you're yeah. not started on the thirty minutes, the manager's up there, hey. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. And oh, you yeah. play for that three four hours and you put on a show and What happens when you gotta pee? If the band has to pee, I'll play like an acoustic song like What's Up by Four Arm Blondes or, sure. you know, Girl Crush or something like that. Every once in a blue moon, they ask for a Shane and G original. <laughs> Which they don't have a problem with? No. The clubs? You can They're play cool. as many originals as you want if right. you want. Um, it's up to you what the crowd, you know, you got to kind of decide if that if it's that kind of crowd or not. Yeah. You know, because you're there to make money and, you know, the managers want you to sell beer. Yeah. <laughs> And so you give them a break. You probably hold it as much as possible. Well, I run the tip jug every hour, so I get a chance. The tip jug. The tip jug. You walk around. I walk around and uh, get tips. That's how it works down on Broadway at most of the places. And the clubs, did they pay you, or is it just more of the shift and you fill it and you Um, you try to make them? Our majority of our money is from our tips. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They give you a little bit to be up there, and most of it is definitely... Yeah, that's like being a waiter. Yes, exactly, exactly. The waiters and the bands are pretty close to, well, the bartenders kill it down there, but. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure that's like. Yeah, it's like Vegas. If I was a bartender at like a place like down there, like a Tootsie's or something like that, I don't think I'd ever even pursue music. I'm like. Oh, that's what happens to so many people. (laughs) Oh my goodness. typical, right? Those bartenders are 
killing it down there. Yeah. I give them props, but they're working hard. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of hours. It's a lot of energy. Is it all tourists all the time? Is it like Vegas playing for brand new people every night? Or is there a local crowd that you're trying also? It is definitely more tourists than locals, but there are a lot of people living downtown in Midtown and East Nashville and stuff that do come. We have regulars for sure that come. Mm. You know, there's ones that come every weekend. We have a few couples that come almost every shift, you know, like fans, but we play different stuff all the time. So we try to keep it interesting for everybody. But yeah, there's definitely more of a Vegas vibe down there now than there was 10 years ago for sure. And you've got your songs that you play, your list of songs. Do we not even ask like what songs they know? Or are you just supposed to know you these songs? You just are supposed to know everything. And we, as a band at any time, know about 400 songs all together. Mm. So it's like, and if we've heard it once or twice, we can all just look it up and play it. And nine times out of 10, maybe eight times out of 10, it works out. You know, those other two, it's like, we rarely ever stop a song in the middle and are like, this isn't gonna work out, but it happens like maybe once a month. It's like, ah, uh, we shouldn't have started this. Is this is not where, yeah. Yeah. This is not, <laughs> yeah. You, you kind of like see like, oh, it's, it's gonna go to like the, another section and we've already, we, we've, yeah, we've, we've, we've already butchered this. this is, we fought, we fought too, too long and hard. I surrender. <laughs> I surrender. And one song you can lose half the crowd. Oh, I'll bet. So, because there's Cause a so thousand many other... other... Yeah, a thousand other places you can go. So how does that work then? Because, I mean, it, it appears to me like you could honestly get away with knowing, like, ten songs and just play them over and over again if the crowd people cycles People stay for over. four hours for sure. Do they? For the whole four hours, there's people that stay. They're all in town with their buddies, and they They make, find a they good place, that. and they're like, oh, yeah, this band can do anything. We'll stay at this one. Or like, oh... Yeah. That dude is hot. I'm gonna watch that, you know, guitar player for four hours. <laughs> right, that's kept Sometimes me for sure. Sometimes it's as simple as that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till this girl gets oh. off stage and be like, "Hey, <laughs> what do you, where do you hang out?" Getting subsequently more <laughs> drunk every hour, yes. and then as soon as oh. we're, as soon as she's done, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna ask her what she's doing after. Hey, Barstool was written about true events for sure. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of bar songs are written about true events. Yes. You write about what you know about. Oh that's yeah, for sure. and musicians know about drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what do you find yourself writing about nowadays? Because you, know, you said you do some original stuff when you play there. But what is, what is, like, what's the goal here with, with what you're writing about nowadays? Um, it depends on who I'm writing with. Uh, a lot of the people I write with are pop country writers, and then my style is definitely more traditional mm -hmm. country. Um, I still write about a lot of drinking, a lot about being tired, man. I'm tired. <laughs> I am tired, <laughs> I'm still man. pushing through, but like we said, as you're getting older... It gets harder and harder, but you gotta keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> hey, if Tanya Tucker can do it still, oh yeah, you can, she's you can a do beast. It. Have you heard that new record? It's amazing. It's like a whole duet with uh, Brandi Carlisle for the whole album, but it's amazing. That's what I want. <laughs> you know, I, I interviewed Ted Russell Camp because he plays with Shooter, so she pro he produced it with Brandi, and he was saying that it's like such an epic team. Yeah, it was oh amazing. And the way that she worked with Tanya to make her... I mean, if you heard the Ted Russell Camp podcast, you heard it. But Brandy was like, Tanya, you should sing more like Waylon. Like all the little dropping off your stuff at the end of the line kind of stuff. Like you should do that because that only no females are doing that right now. You should do that because of the stories. And like she was there like every step along the way. And, coaching um, Tanya Tucker. Coaching oh my God. Tanya Tucker. And Tanya was just eating it up. In fact, Brandy's like still like pushing it as well, hard as she can. Her vocals are just... Unreal. They so sound I feel like amazing. You, oh, and the yeah. way she does her phrasing, and oh, 
Just hearing her sing makes me cry sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing about that record that made me, I was so knocked out, is the pacing that she has. She's got this thing that's just right on the back. So you're like, you're just, you're like, you're on the edge of your seat, yes. like waiting for that word to just, just wow, break your tell heart. tell me. Tell me what you want to oh. tell me. <laughs> yeah. Such good stuff. Music is having a very good moment in that genre, for sure. It's lovely to see. Yeah. And, and the, like the high Americana, we're here. <laughs> that's what we're here. That's why I'm here, doing Americana fest. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like it's not, you know, the oversimplification of it is to call it country music for liberals. But the... Uh, it's just real country music. It's just real country. Yeah, <laughs> like just unapologetically yeah. saying. And, and doing things like, okay, this sounds more rock or this sounds more blues or this is, you know, using electronic drums. There's or really so is, many faucets of it right now, but it's all lumped into this Americana for anything that you can't really describe right now. <laughs> it's anything that doesn't fit like pop yes. radio. Yes. And sadly with pop radio, there's only room for like 30 artists. Yeah. And the rest of them kind of get like little song in there, you know, like, oh, I got I got this cool song. It's about it's about, you know, um their you love know, song my or keys or <laughs> you know, I don't know, this this, you know, and they, that's cool and they and granted, I feel bad for some of these artists cuz they spent their entire fortune or have given up anything they're going to make off of that one song just to get there. Yep. And, you know. That's the world that we are in right now, but we have the, the internet world. now. So, at least there's a trade-off. And so, with the internet comes distractions. It is hard to keep people's attention. It is. And keep them interested. You got to keep putting stuff out constantly. That's why singles have become such a thing. And not full albums. Yeah. Or, yeah. People's attention span just isn't there. Yeah. Man. Man. <laughs> Man, all this stuff you have to say out loud every once in a while, but it's just the way it is. <laughs> no, I mean, and you could, I mean, it's not a complaint about the business. No. I'm not here to complain about no. the business. I'm just saying, like, this, these are real struggles that people have. Yeah. I mean, like, people are trying to not just pay their bills with music, but raise a family, buy a house. Oh, that's okay. She's, She's like, snoring. My is dog, she, is, dog snoring. is snoring. <laughs> We're very Am I, is, is talking about the business that boring? Right. Root beer. <laughs> Your dog's name is Root Beer? That, yes, that is Root Beer. Aww, <laughs> She's root like, beer. Mom, why are you all the way over there? <laughs> Falling apart and going insane. Standing still in the pouring rain. Maybe we all need a little time. No one sees the million reasons that good stuff given and the rest just can't. I've been drowning. Your bird be dry. So I start to imagine Nashville being especially in certain parts is like people exactly this like your your apartment that is your holding yeah place to just sort of either write or create or rehearse yeah I tried to make it, it a little yeah. like writer's nook instead of like a living room like I don't have a TV yeah. there's or no TV like that yeah, I try to if I'm sitting here doing nothing I should be playing you know mm. yeah <laughs> or sleeping you know trying to recover from downtown. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I keep going back to the bladder thing. Like, people, people are buying you drinks and you're out there. Like, Luckily, alcohol survive? is dehydrating. That's true, yeah. 
That's good. Uh, especially shots of tequila. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, leave that glass here. I might need it for later. Yeah, okay. right. We're all running with the tip jar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. Oh, the tip jar is a delicate balance. You have to be uh, careful to not offend anybody. <laughs> That's the fear I have about just, you know, like I am someone who is outgoing and, and, and personable, but I don't know if I could do that. Like that's in my personality. Luckily so. people feel like they're at a concert and they're not paying a cover. Like a lot of places in Vegas and stuff like that have mm -hmm. a cover for if you want to go to a show. And so they, we try to ex like make it seem that way that that would be what they would be paying in a cover. And the, right. yeah, the drinks are cheaper than Vegas at most places. So, yes. <laughs> so you're getting the experience of a party city, but not quite the price tag even though it's getting a little more expensive it's getting more yeah i mean drink prices raised about a buck yeah. since the last time i was here so yeah for sure yeah seven to eleven dollars depending on where you're at some mm -hmm. places 12 13 but you know i don't that's too uh rich for my blood 12 those to 13 places. god <laughs> man they so. don't invite folks like me into those places <laughs> <laughs> From everything I know about you, like it seems like you've made the right decision. Like this is working. This yeah, is working well. I love it here. The weather sucks, but coming from California, the weather's gonna suck anyway. You can't compare anything <laughs> to the weather. No, <laughs> that's uh, the unfair one. Yeah, it's not fair, yeah. and the days are shorter here just because of the time zone we're in. But you know, I get to go home. Because you're on the other side of Central Time, right? So the sun sets a little earlier. Is that yeah, the yeah. sun sets a little mm -hmm. earlier, so it's already getting dark. Like it. You know, 6.37. Yeah. Last night it got dark so early. It was so sad. I was like, no, summer's over. I'm not one of those people that's ready for fall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love fall. Get to actually oh. you know, not expose my skinny legs with shorts and stuff. I love summer. I hate clothes, so shorts and yeah, t-shirts no, are, yeah. <laughs> are my jam. <laughs> oh. And I, you can't do that like yeah. past October here. It just gets cold, but I have a... For, faux fur coat that goes down to my feet for the winter time so you know that's nice <laughs> you adapt <laughs> yeah and then so does the does the scene change or is this just busy year-round here it definitely doesn't have very much of a slow season it probably drops off about 20 30 percent mm -hmm. which but i'm sure you're going to go down at some point this weekend what you'll see is right now it's pretty much it's the end of busy season but it's still busy right. This weekend's gonna be crazy busy. This weekend's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I know. Um, I'll be down there because I, I gotta go to Roberts always. And, yeah, uh, gotta get a bologna sandwich, a recession special. Uh, PBR bologna sandwich, it's like. Is it still five $6 bucks? Six dollars or five bucks? Oh, they raise yeah. it to no, six. It's five. Yeah, it's okay, five. cool. Yeah, the musician special, of yeah. course. Yeah, I remember that. And then all these other bars are popping up, like, sort of like, I, I can't believe there's, there's room for all this stuff. I can't believe it either. I mean, I'm at Johnny Cash's, is one of the places I'm playing right now that just opened. Um, I'll be there on Sunday, but it's a great food place and the upstairs looks like a museum with stained glass windows and stuff like they don't, and Luke Bryan's has a tree growing through the middle of it and they're just so crazy. Oh my goodness. It's, like yeah. Nudie's the place that I, I play uh, closing shift all weekend is all the rhinestone suits on the wall and they're the real. Yeah, the new, yeah no. So crazy. I'm actually in communication with Nudie's uh, family they're gonna allow me to use a jacket for photo shoots so oh jamie mm -hmm. yeah. awesome yeah jamie's super sweet yeah yeah and she's up there in uh santa clarita yes yeah she's yeah oh everybody it's such a small world 
It is a small <laughs> world, but you probably run into people from California here all the time, right? All the time. All the time. People, you don't realize how small the world is until you leave your hometown, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I was in California my whole life, but yeah, it is crazy how many people from California come here and how many people from California have moved here. Just, I know at least 10 people that play music out there that moved here since I've moved here and that was only not even four years ago. Yeah. So crazy how fast it's growing. Was there like a deci deciding factor that you're just like beyond the miserable EP experience? That, yeah. <laughs> was that, was, that probably was the, maybe that's like the straw. That was the straw that broke yeah. the camel's back yeah. for yeah. sure. And just wanting to be in a different place, you know, uh, like every good country singer was trying to get out of a relationship and moving uh -huh. across the country was the best way to do that too. <laughs> so you just pack up, just get in the car and drive? Yeah, I took my Scion that I still drive that, uh, and I filled it to the very top with whatever I had. And every time now I try to bring stuff back, but my poor mom's house still has a bunch of my stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I moved out of my condo and was like, mom, I need to put my whole condo in your house. Thanks. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, where'd you grow up? Um, Rancho Cucamonga. Okay. Yeah. Lived in Hollywood for a little bit and went back to Rancho because it was just as fast to drive just straight down the 210 into LA than it was to get around in LA <laughs> and a little uh, yeah. cheaper to live, you know, a lot cheaper. Yeah. Obviously since you've been gone, there's a lot of things that have popped up in Orange County and, and things yeah. that weren't there Orange before. County was really, was starting to get big into the country mm -hmm. cover bands when I left. Um, but you make it back there and play, don't you? I do. I play quite a bit there. I play two to three times a year, which mm -hmm. I feel like is pretty good. And even Rancho has some places and Rancho was better to live in because I could ride horses still there. And there's not very yeah. much of that in Hollywood. But yeah, there was a couple places that I did a acoustic residencies and stuff like that. And then there's the other way, the casinos. So there's plenty of work in California. It's just all spaced out. There's so far. Everything's it's so, so far. spaced out. Yeah. I always forget how much driving there is until I get there and spend half my trip in the car. Our run we just did right now, we were in like San Diego, Orange County, the Inland Empire, you know, that's Temecula. That's a ton of driving in five days. To be on tour. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In tour, on tour in one place. Vegas is always just like, you know, we're trying to fill this one date. And I'm like, oof. Right? Uh, yeah. And then you end up breaking even and you know, <laughs> yeah, don't even worry about what wear and tear you've just you've put on your poor vehicle. Like I know. It, you know. Vegas is fun though. I haven't been in a while. Maybe I gotta make it back there to play. <laughs> it's cool. We'll do we'll do gillies out there. That's the only thing I'm doing right now. Yeah. And I'm just barely. Get, I'm like on the newer side of things, so I don't get like the carte blanche go during NFR. Yeah. Unless there's a cancel, someone gets sick, and I'm and I can drop everything for it and but, just go. Yeah. yeah. But you're out there for a couple days and you get the pool and you get the work, you get the gym. And yeah, just, I did the know. hard rock a couple of times before I moved and that, that was a fun one too. It's yeah. just nice to have a little vacation not too far from home. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't do the as much of the partying. I was going to say like you have to. then it's not to, a vacation. No, then, it, then it's just like. <laughs> then you have to recover from vacation. All day long. Yeah. And uh, it's the desert. It's constantly trying to kill you. Oh, so 100%. you have to. You have to stay in the air conditioned casino. <laughs> yeah. And I actually bring a, a, like a humidifier for my room because, you know, the singing and stuff. Yeah. Just, you know, if you're not used to the desert conditions, you're going to get thrashed. Yeah. This is living in a humidifier. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that. I'm like, why? I'm drinking less water than I should. Uh, I'm like, right. ah, I don't need it. It's fine. My skin's absorbing yeah, it all. Yeah. Absorbing it from the air. <laughs> More oh, room goodness. for whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is our water here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I love I love the environment. I think it's just great. Obviously, with California, I'm trying to keep 
you know, things together and stay positive. But there are these things about California that just frustrate me. I mean, obviously being... It's great to raise a kid in the South. Come on down. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm not thinking about it. Yeah. Wait, can you have those Southern values? Yeah, he, he'd be great with that. Yeah, it, it'd be it'd be nice. I mean, I, I love... He's got the name. He's got cash already. Yeah. It was so cute for his little preschool. You know, the, we built a bulletin board of like things about me, cash. And you know, I mean, my wife did all with, you know, we found a glue stick and printed up some stuff. Pinterested it. But he, it's on the picture of Johnny Cash and it says, <laughs> I am named after country singer Johnny Cash. That's, that was on his bulletin his board. His thing. So. <laughs> Does he, is he already a fan? He, you know who he loves more than anyone? Vince Gill. I could see that. He was, and a I, very I mentioned pleasing it. pleasing voice. Oh, it's gorgeous. And that's what kids, that's all they hear is if they like a sound or they don't yeah. like a sound. Well, he loves daddy's voice. Loves it when daddy plays guitar. Hates it when daddy plays harmonica. Can't stand <laughs> it. He goes like, oh, like, oh, and you know, and of course the dogs. So not a big Bob Dylan fan. Doesn't like, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Like on the radio. Or Alanis Morissette, I guess. Yeah, they're <laughs> definitely not a blues traveler. He's like special needs and he's like completely not 100% verbal yet. Like he can communicate that he's not happy with something, but like the words are not coming yet. Yeah. Like we're, we're getting there. We're, you know, speech therapy and stuff like that. I mean, from the time he was like a, an infant, basically, like when I had prime country on, on the, the Sirius XM of the truck. Like he would verbalize, ah, uh, with Vince Gill. Vince Gill was like the only one that could make him do that. Like he'd hear Vince Gill on the radio. We should listen to some just, right now. Yeah. <laughs> now you're like, I know. Wow. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I told him that too. I mean, He's I got good taste. Yeah. And like, all right, I want you to sing, "Go Rest High Upon That Mountain" uh, when I die. I mean, he's. I think he, I think he, he'll remember, but yeah. He'll remember, yeah. Yeah. He'll be like, I remember that one time. Mm, <laughs> Maybe he'll too. be listening. <laughs> <laughs> to this podcast. Yes. Well, you got the touch of a ghost, and I've been drinking. And the Lord knows, the Lord only knows, where you've been sleeping. But I'm getting What's off Broadway that like you you like to do? Other than shows, because I feel like that's all I do is go to shows. <laughs> yeah, um, really not very much off Broadway unless I'm already down there. Yeah, or but like my off, like fans. around, like yes. in the area, like yeah. Around I, like last night was an epic show at Exodin. The Legion is always fun to see some real country <sighs> music. I almost went there last night. And there's yeah. a California country music show tomorrow there. The yeah. one uh, KP is putting uh -huh. on yeah. with Alice and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. Alice. Yeah, oh. I'm seeing her tonight. Well, just for socials, but... Um, I was going to say, where's she playing tonight? I see her all the time. You get... Yeah, you have the luxury <laughs> of seeing her. The yodeling yeah, queen. She's great. She's yeah. so great. Well, you know, because I do the... Now that we started the... We. I say we. It's, it's a habit to say we. Now that I have, by myself, 
<laughs> in a room on the phone just trying to get people. People are returning, actually picking up the phone now. This yeah. is really a great feeling yeah. that people actually pick up the phone when I call. <laughs> this is new. It's a new feeling. Well, you're doing a cool thing that helps a lot of people. Yeah, so. and I, I've been hearing that there's just not really any... Right now, it's kind of wide open. Like There's so much country in California and so little outlets, weird, you know, to right? get it out there. Yeah. But Unless you have a big budget and radio and all that. But if you have a big budget and you'll do it and you'll stick with it, that's cool. I'm doing it as a hobby yeah. and as a labor of love. Yeah. And I'm sticking with it because I have, you know, no free time. Why, why am I? I'm, <laughs> I'm an idiot. I, 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 I've, and now I've got even less free time. So this is this is horrible. But, you know, we do the, the California country... Um, I produce the side stage. So I did it for Oak Heart. Yeah. Uh, so we finally gave the side stage legitimacy. So now it's like, it's the California country show stage. And so we had Gethin. I saw that this year. Yeah. And it was, it was never been. That was such a fun festival. Even back when I played it, what God, now I guess if I've been here for four, for almost four years, that was four years ago. I want to say, is it 2015 or 14? Somewhere in there. 15. Yeah. Or 16, 15. Okay, I think 15, it's 15. So four yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yep. Four years ago. Four years ago. You were living in California. I was. Time to get back. Loving life. Pre <laughs> preaching about California country. I still do that here. I know you do. I still do that yeah. here. What um, do you, do you feel people's opinion is changing about California? Because I'll give you an example. When I first started touring, um, they would say years ago, uh, not that long ago. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> back, long, in the, yeah. back, in the, back in the early 90s when back I was, in my uh, day. Yeah, me and Clay Walker <laughs> would go down to the, no, um, but people would say like, I don't think you should say that you're from California around here. We don't like that. What do you, do, is anything changing? <laughs> is the South well, still hate us? Okay. <laughs> I will say that I do get a lot that people don't think that I'm from California. Like, so I don't know if that's because they don't, but it was the same in Europe. People saying like, "Oh, wait, you don't seem like an American." Like, wait, so they say we're like, not that bad. Jeez, wait, so they say they say like, "Oh, you don't feel you don't seem yeah, like you're California." Like, you seem like you're from Texas or something. Like, why? Oh. Because I play traditional country and like that's. What about Bakersfield? Yeah. Like, did people forget about like Merle Haggard? Like, <laughs> maybe you were drinking out of a straw. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I just went back and there was still a lot of straws in California. There's still, they don't, it, it takes a Nobody while. Nobody listens. No. It's <laughs> like when like, smoking was banned the in turtles. bars. You know, it took, yeah. Fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the turtles. Poor turtles. No, I have all my, I do have my drawer full of plastic and aluminum straws. Good. I am definitely all about the turtles and the ocean. I love turtles so much. Turtles are my favorite animal. Are oh, they your favorite animal? I love them so much. Aww. Yeah. I mean, I love I dogs love and horses and goats i love goats but turtles make me go crazy i'll do anything they're anything. majestic creatures anything in the world to be around turtles they're like dinosaurs yes they're the, like they, they're, yeah <laughs> yeah i like ocean creatures because they are like dinosaurs they're like as old as dinosaurs well it's, it's untouched territory i mean i know well pretty, except for the whole we're island. fucking it up pretty well bad. we're trying to build we're... them an island in the pacific made of plastic <laughs> so they can rest but um... oh <laughs> <laughs> So not funny, but how else do you react to rest, that? God. Rest upon these Walmart bags, you tired, weary creature. Uh, oh. But. Humans are fucked. <laughs> just terrible. We are terrible. We managed to mess up the planet in like 2,000 years. Well, see, now you sound like you're from California again. <laughs> I'm, I am a little bit. I'm born and raised there. I can't <laughs> stick it out of me, okay? Because, yeah, because you could see it. You, it, was like, it was like, dude, 
You can't can tell see me. The ocean. <laughs> it's like you can't tell me we don't affect our environment. I live by the ocean. I can see it. I can see I can this shit see flying it. around. Oh, like yeah. it's just. My mom lives on Hermosa yeah. Beach, and uh, every time you step in the ocean, you get tar on your feet. I don't know what it's, it's about that beach, but Hermosa is just that's the offshore. You know the the. the I know, but like it's that, so but, bad. Yeah. We're just like we need this. Oh, I'm gonna stop. We're not an environmental show. Yeah, no. It's, 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 actually, that's the whole point of the California Country Show is turtles. Y'all stop drinking out of straws. <laughs> Put that straw down and listen to this radio broadcast. It'll change your life. Maybe make you go visit my Spotify. Maybe not, but at least you'll save yeah, a turtle. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but seriously, did, though, I didn't like, learn anything from the Dixie Chicks, did I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be funny. That would be great if there were, like, the, the, the Toby Keith equivalent of, like, somebody just... Tearing Being into California, so mad about like, it. Yeah, oh my dare god! You. Yeah, I think like we said earlier, I think people are a little bit more moderate than that now. Hopefully, but <laughs> well, I'd like to think that they're at least accepting of of you know opinions, you know, based on what. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Like I, I mean, said. look at Maren Morris is on the radio and she's giving her opinion on things. So that's you know. And making currently making more friends than enemies, which is good. Yes. Well, you can't argue with that voice. No, she's awesome. <laughs> well, the good thing about I, I like about Marin Morris, and actually this is the second time I've been talking about her today, the fact that she once she got to where she was at a good level, she went straight to going like helping out other artists and being yes. like more indie and, and involved in that. Like d- yes. wasted zero time. In, in she was like my church. I'm about to show you my church. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. about to bring you in all these Built other people that I really yeah. want to help. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like the same as Brandi Carlisle. The minute that she got, you know, she won that Grammy, mm-hmm. she's working in every faucet of the industry right now. Yeah. So, producing, and, putting together a band, doing all that, you know. Well, that's the world, though, because people don't understand that, like, music is... Sure, there's this show that happens for four hours a night or 45 minutes set over here at this songwriter night, um, or hey, here I am uh, doing this cool thing with this studio. The rest of it is building. Well, yes, you and know? like, groups of musicians have always helped each other out, and I feel like that is, or people that are legends, I feel mm-hmm. like have always helped other people out, you know? That's why we still know Johnny Cash and Chris Christopherson, and like they had, you know, they were all in every faucet of the industry, you know? Yeah, and putting musicians to work yes. uh, in the studios. Yes, and, absolutely. You know, I mean, and Johnny I, Cash convinced uh, Bob Dylan to record Nashville Skyline here, like like that kind of... Yes. That kind of... Using Nashville musicians. I mean, that was a huge... Well, I feel like the California country scene right now is really good at that, about supporting each other and helping everyone in any way that they can. And that is one thing that I kind of miss, that Nashville, there's so many people and it's so over-saturated. You know, you don't really get to build as much of a community. There are little niches all around, you know? And yeah. everyone's friendly and everyone's cool, but, like, because it's kind of a small scene over there, everybody knows everybody, and I felt like went to each other's shows and supported each other, sharing, you know, like, hey, this person just did this, and, yeah, you know. I mean, so I try with the show is, is no judgment on what style of country you want to portray. Mm-hmm. It's more of, like, what are you doing out there? Yeah. And, and how can I help you? And, you know, when I play the radio show, like, I've got all these people sending me songs, and you know, if if you want to ask me my opinion, I will tell you. I'll never say anything negative about you on the air. Yeah. Um, but if I don't play your song right away, or not right away, because I have like I'm it's one man band. Like I still have to. I have a still. Yeah, go through. I got a stack and, of CDs yeah. in the truck. I'm because I'm like <laughs> send me CDs because that's the only time I get to hear this stuff when I'm driving in the truck and I'm not on the phone. So never. 
But um, yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. And there are people out there like Daniel Bonte is really good at this. Um, we're trying to be no judgment on style. I mean, there's definitely room for improvement, but the only way for us to be successful as California country or musicians is to get it together. Yeah. Oh, like is a it talent everybody's, like yeah. Most people only know what, what I can do for myself and how I can post this on Facebook of my show. And that's, they don't know anything else beyond that. Yeah. They don't know how to use it. And those people are looking at everyone else's competition and stuff like that. And, and competition. Not trying to. Right. If you're supporting everybody, then everybody's supporting you. Yeah. And then we all win. <laughs> Another yeah. sounding like California hippie, but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Goddamn, goddamn liberals. That's your method uh, for everything. And I'm like, well, all let's right. all be friends. And <laughs> well, I just think, I mean, like, as, as a music scene, like, you're more powerful together. Yes. If you show up as this. Like, labeling outlaw country as, you know, what it was, or these are the outlaws, or the highwaymen. Now the high women. The high women, um, yeah. But like, you know, that kind of thing, like you're, you're, you're pooling your resources to make this thing more powerful. Well, even you and Daniel both play kind of different styles of music mm -hmm. and y'all yeah, are both so other. supportive of the, <laughs> of the industry as a whole and, you know, each other and everyone's so cool with everybody and I just like that. And like the, the Christmas show and stuff like that where everybody can be involved and, yeah. and the fans actually come out. Yeah. And it's such a cool thing. Well, what's, what's interesting is that, like, you, if you look on the surface, it looks like everyone gets along. If you dig a little deeper, it looks like people are, you know, oh, this guy's talking to this guy, or this guy never calls me back, or I want to be on the show. <laughs> Why don't you call me That's back? That's just everybody. Why, yeah, I exactly. Feel like you know, screw that, you know. There's not enough time hate. in the day right. to call everyone back and text everyone back. It is so hard. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a cliche thing, but it's like, I either text back in 30 seconds or three weeks. It yeah. If my phone is in my hand right this second, then I see it, then it happens. If it's sitting there and then it gets clumped in with the 247 unread messages, then it waits until I sit and go through every single one. Well, when I'm doing this radio show, like I just press record and I talk and I want to be completely 100% engaged. Um, so I turn off, I do the, like the do not disturb and all that stuff because I don't want to be because I know about something that's else my world. That, it takes me completely out of it. But yeah. I, I do that. I'll be making the radio show or whatever I'm doing. I'm, we're working on a song. And then I'll be like, what, 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 what did they say? Oh, they can be there at 730. Okay. I'm like, damn it. Stop. Working it, on a song what? that distracts me so much. And then a lot of times I just don't even get back to it. Yeah. Remember, like, remember oh, what waiting? What was I doing? Now I'm on my phone. And now I'm on Instagram. How did this happen? Yeah, and then you get in the rabbit hole, and you're like, oh, cool. Yeah, maybe I should order stickers. Right. <laughs> and now we great. have three different designs. Look at that, yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's funny. No, it's it, it can be rough. There's a comedian that said something like, remember when people were cool with waiting? Like, you would, yeah. <laughs> you would call your friend's house and be like, hey, can you come over and play? And then right. he'd get back to you the next day, because it was on the answer machine when he got home from school. And you were cool with that. Now it's just like offensive. And it be. wasn't instant like anything. No, Even nothing like, was instant. No. Like you had to page somebody at one point and then they had to go find a phone and not everyone had a cell phone <laughs> in their pocket. You have a collect call from mom, pick me up at soccer practice yeah. is done. <laughs> no, I declined that call. Who's that? Oh, your son, soccer practice is done. Oh yeah. The good old days. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a cell phone until I was a sophomore in high school. Now I can't live without it. <laughs> I remember mailing my calendar of where my band shows were. 
Yes, a mailing list that were real mailing lists, not email. With an address, lists. you yeah. got their address. Yes, yeah. even a mailing list with email addresses That's kind of feels terrifying like it's so now. hard. Yeah, like even email addresses are. Think of how many addresses artists have. <laughs> yeah. And I put my address on so many mailing lists. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. Like now that's like, oh, you're gonna give your address to someone that could be a murder. <laughs> well, I don't collect emails at shows right now, but you know, I have a, a an online. That's what yeah, email that's list, what and then too. people can add themselves yeah. to it or whatever. But I'm like, some of those some of those email addresses are probably like, like ten years old. You know, know, it's like so and so at SBC Global. <laughs> it's like well, I don't I don't know if they're I don't at think Hotmail. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who still has a Hotmail? <laughs> uh, my wife. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's bring her up to. Uh, let's yeah. Let's get her. Uh, yeah. Let's get her. Uh, um, or an uh, Mac.com. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, that's what her MySpace page is tied to, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, MySpace. <laughs> Nowadays, I guarantee, if you got everyone's mailing address and you mailed out a little postcard that said, Shane and G CD release party, everybody that got a postcard would probably go to that show. It would feel so personal. So special. Now it's like you get mail and you're like, ooh, I got mail. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, well, Facebook invites are now becoming something that just, I haven't checked one. I was just going to say, I feel like nobody looks at them. Mm -mm. Facebook is kind of going away, I feel like, though. I, th I think it's like... Uh, Instagram. Since Grandma joined, it's a little harder to, yeah. you know... I definitely post things. My grandma still thinks Nudies is a strip club. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did you, you Have you seen the, you know, the logo? Yeah. Where she doesn't have the top? Yeah. Yeah, that's the shirt I want. They sell that there now. Good. They didn't for a Good. while, Good. but they got a new retail manager that's a little bit more... Uh, willing to sell boobs in the back of a honky-tonk which south, it's yeah. a honky-tonk if you're in there it's still you should south. be able to look at you boobs you gotta be appropriate you gotta look at boobs so, nudies should I mean, have naked bartenders but of course we can't do that <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your suggestion so many people it's... come in and are like ah i thought this was gonna be a strip club <laughs> we might make more money that, being someone who lives in north hollywood california that offends me what? why they don't know who nudies is yeah nudies oh is... no they don't Mm -hmm. yeah, so wild. People will go there the whole four days they're in town or five days they're in town and still not know. Like, ooh, those suits are nice on the wall. <laughs> Who makes those? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know Manuel had a bar. <laughs> Man <laughs> yeah. He's definitely, I feel like, a more synonymous with nudie suits. It's funny you call them nudie suits, but I feel like people don't know why it's called a nudie suit. Yeah. In fact, when I posted on Facebook that I was looking for a nudie suit, no one had any idea. They yeah. were just like, they were just like, what? You want to get naked for a photo right. shoot? Like, what's the matter with you? Why are you? You mean your birthday suit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what about when someone's in town performing or when someone just does a show? Is there, is there someone that you're just obsessed with watching that we don't know about that is just I mean, right now? Uh, as far as new artists? Yeah. That, oh God, so many. I'm glad that he, this guy's getting the recognition he deserves right now, but Tyler Childers is killing it right now. Play him on the show. Oh, Love him. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. I will say I liked uh, his last album a little bit better than the new one, but mm -hmm. I, I do like the new one. Um, oh God, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, well, you know, Mike Khalil plays for Kelsey Walden, who's amazing. Oh, I haven't seen her. Oh, amazing. Just yeah. got signed to John Prine's record label, which could you imagine? Like, awesome. talk about goals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, my, 
my buddies are in First Rodeo Band, and that's a band no one, I guarantee, has ever heard of that is listening to the show right now. Mm -hmm. But they play mostly Broadway, but their original stuff is amazing. And it's these, it's a male-female co-front band, and they're, they do mostly acoustic stuff, but their voices are just the most amazing voices. Like I've, Civil Wars type stuff? Yeah, kind of. Mm -hmm. But blues. Yeah. Like, so, like Alabama Shakes, kind of, the there girl's voice is yeah. kind of like that it's just so powerful and whatever and the guy's voice is like chris stapleton and together they're just like just incredible incredible nice. I'll look them up. if anyone's out on broadway they should definitely check them out if you go out like i said on any night of the week here mm -hmm. you're gonna find you can throw a rock and hit a venue that's gonna have an amazing artist that's like probably should be famous but because the market is so oversaturated yeah, and know? probably the, the cocktail waitress is 10 times more talented yes, than those people. exactly. So. Oh, it's insane. Like we were talking about the bartenders earlier that just yeah. stay bartending because it's easier and they make more money. Well, I interviewed the Cerny brothers and one of, the, one of them said, I'm very busy with music and I'm very grateful for it, but my restaurant job is waiting for me. Yeah. I'll get back if I need it. So. <laughs> so it's hard to walk away from that money sometimes. Well, steady money's good like that way. Exhausted yeah. all the time and people don't appreciate it and you know, luckily most people still come down here to listen to music whether it's pop music or not. That's, you know, still the point of coming to Nashville. It's some slight interest in music. Yeah. So, at least it's good to be appreciated around town here. And get to see so many amazing bands like Rustin Kelly at Basement East was just mind-blowing mm. and to be able to see such talented people like that in such a small venue oh yeah that's awesome. awesome what do you miss the most about California the weather yeah. <laughs> and really um, genuinely the country community and yeah. the other people that really support everybody out there and are I know I'm friends with I feel like I, I hope they like me at least I feel like they like me I feel like I'm friends with almost everyone that plays out there, or at least acquaintances. Hey, you're a friendly person. There was yeah. a Brothers Osborne show about right before I moved where uh, the whole crowd, and nobody knew that everyone was going to this, but it was only like 12 people. That, this was right when Rum came out from uh -huh. Brothers Osborne. It was at um, the Grove in Pomona or something like that, one of those smaller places. Um, but there was only maybe 11 to 20 people in the audience, and every single one was a band leader for, or someone in a band from the scene <laughs> and the guys were so nice and they hung out after the show and they put on an incredible show that is a band that's on pop radio that is so you know pop country radio yeah, yeah. that is just so good live yes well cool um do you want to play a song or anything like that no pressure i wasn't planning on it but i can if you want to if you want to share anything with people back home. Rest song. your voice, you know. <laughs> I don't know if it'll even sound good if I try to sing right now, but I mean, we're here, so. I'm yeah, we could try. It'd be kind of fun, yeah. All right. Uh, it's Barstool, my last EP. <laughs> there ain't nothing like the view from a Barstool when you had a few too many and it hits you The man that's in till Things in I'm his future wife There ain't nothing like the view From a bar stool Well I ain't quite drunk I ain't sober I'm just looking for a place 
Well, thank you so much for doing this. this thank great, you man. for coming over yeah. here. I appreciate it. I hey. didn't even have to leave the comfort of my own living room. Hey, <laughs> thank you, Kayla, for letting me borrow your truck. Yeah, so I can right. Get around town. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that was it, ladies and gentlemen. My interview with Shayna G and the fifth and final episode of the five-part series, Trailblazers, Women in Country Music. You know what's so cool about listening to these stories that these artists have to share is that how many people are doing other things to maintain that dream of making this a full-time venture. It's not just getting on a bus and hoping that someone will discover you on the street. I mean, these people are working their way through the business, making things happen. So good on you. Good luck to everyone else out there. You know, don't give up. Just keep working. Work very, very hard, and it'll happen for you. And I hope to interview right here on the California Country Show podcast. Speaking of which, that's a wrap for the year, for the series, for the decade. I'm going to take a couple days break, play one New Year's Eve show, and then head right back to getting work done here on the show. If you have any suggestions, email me, justdave at california-country.com. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks to Shana G and the dog Root Beer. For more info on Shana G, go to shanag.com, spelled S-H-E-Y-N-A-G-E-E. But you knew that because you clicked on this button. All right, let's do some credits here before we run out of time. This episode of the California Country Show podcast is produced and edited by me, just Dave Bernal. Publicity and posting by Kim Grant of KG Music Press and Deb Morrison of Prickly Pear Presents. Thank you, ladies, for all the work that you do, not only for this show, but for California country in general. Poster artwork by Lucy Ferry. That background music you hear is California Wildfire by Just Dave Band. JustDaveBand.com for more information. Also, you know, I encourage you to subscribe to these podcasts by going to California-Country.com, clicking on the podcast platform of your choice, and I'll have information for you. The website will be updating quite a bit in 2020. It's going to be huge. The radio show will be back on six different radio stations in a few weeks. Just Dave Band, my band, makes its national television debut in January. And that's going to be a big deal. I would like to tell you more about it, but I signed an NDA. So that tells you, kind of a big deal. All right, head to JustDaveBand.com for more. And of course, California-Country.com. Thanks, y'all. Have a happy new year. 2020 is going to be the best one yet. Stand by for greatness. Follow the California Country Show online at california-country.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cal Country Show.